Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Welcome to Fantasy Baseball Live. We're here on a Friday morning. I'm in North Carolina. It's 77 degrees and not a cloud in the sky. I'm going to go to my partner in the great white north. Timmy, you're looking outside. What is the temperature in beautiful Canada? Well, right now it's, oh, about 45. <laughs> but it's it, it's still morning here and it's sunny. There's not a cloud in the sky. And I think they're calling okay. for a high of around 70 today. Oh, really? So, okay. Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and uh, it's our long weekend here, so it looks like we're going to get off to uh, a great Victoria Day start. Oh, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. So, uh, Timmy, how are your teams doing, man? Uh, up, down, and all over the place. Uh, I am really hoping that, that uh, Robinson Cano's elbow to Michael Conforto's noggin does not last in a, uh, a long stint on the uh, – uh, on the on the IL, but uh, they're not taking any chances after the collision. They put him on a train to go home, so no chances being taken. <laughs> Did there. they really I, put him on a train? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> well, they, they, well, must have, the, they must have been somewhere in the Northeast, which made more sense to put him on the train. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, they were in Washington, and uh, okay, because of the concussion situation, yeah, they don't they don't want you flying, right? So. Uh, they're not taking any chances. Let's just hope it's a short stint on the on the IL for Conforto. Uh, yeah. Being that right. I've got him on most of my teams, I, I can't afford to lose him for an extended period. Yeah, speaking of collisions, and Trevor Story ran into uh, Ramiel Tapia. Now he's got a bruise, and you know that's causing havoc with teams and changes in Colorado as well. Yeah, like. Whatever happened to the idea that somebody calls for it and other people back off? I know we see it every year, but uh, come on, you know somebody's got to take charge, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's supposed to be the supposed to be the outfielder coming in, so uh, that's that's the rule, right? The outfielder has yeah. it, and then the center fielder has it over the outfielder. Yeah, too often we see the medical staff taking charge. Not a good thing. <laughs> right. Yeah, sometimes you, you, nobody's calling for it and you keep running. I, you know, I don't know what you do about stuff like that. It's, it's just unfortunate. Speaking of unfortunate, though, Trey Turner at least looks like he might be coming back today. 
Ah, yes, I've been hearing that. And for uh, all of those teams that are probably sitting somewhere between 11th and last in stolen bases, it'll be a very, very nice uh, respite, Rich. Yeah, very. Yeah, he's. Uh, I think he hits the ground running, so to speak, Timmy. I mean, he mm-hmm. should have been able to do everything but hit. So you think the wheels are going to be there? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think didn't he say he was going to steal seventy bases this year? If he's going to do that, he's got to get motoring in quick. Oh, very, very good. So, so Timmy, I, I'm really excited about this first segment, and uh, yeah, because it, it's something I'm very passionate about, obviously, with prospects. But this has gotten to be crazy. I mean, there are who's of, who's who of the prospect world has been promoted in the last literally week. Yeah. How much do you think, Rich? Uh, and I know maybe I shouldn't think this way, but how much of this has to do with the future and negotiated contracts and the business, that business side of the game? I think it has to do with it, Timmy. I mean, is it the primary driver? And somebody asked me this on Twitter. Is it the primary driver? I hope not. I mean, I hope there is some meritocracy here where guys are getting promoted because they have nothing left to prove. But I'm sure, Tim, it's also, hey, you know, we're promoting guys. We're, you know, we're doing right by the game. And I'm sure a lot of it is is for set up as well. Yeah, but speaking of Twitter, I saw you got a real positive comment. Was it yesterday or the day before? Somebody call me an idiot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought, yeah, okay. <laughs> so, so here, here was my, and we'll talk about talk about Bryce Harper. I, I was, I thought being very clever because I remember mm-hmm. in the day, Timmy, when I was, you know, early days of baseball. The, I remember Rich Dower. Remember Rich Dower, second baseman with the Orioles. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All glove, no hit. Right, but he, but he batted second. Yeah, that mm. he batted second. Go back and take a look at the box scores. He batted second a lot, and that okay. was the kind of guy they they you know back in the day. You took a light hitting guy, put a speed guy mm. at the top, a light hitting guy behind him mm-hmm. for some unknown reason, and then you put your power guys three, four, and five, and that's the way the game was played. And right. now clearly, you put your best hitter second, maybe your next best hitter third, you know, et cetera. Get them more at bats. So I said it, it. It's surprising that the Phillies have gone old school and they're batting Bryce Harper second. <laughs> Just let it sit there. I thought that was yeah. very funny, basically equating yeah. him to a light hitting second baseman. And mm-hmm. I, 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 somebody called me an idiot. I'm like, wow, yeah. like, like that was a joke. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I, I, I chuckled. I thought I thought it was funny myself. But it was very, but very clever. Shoved it into 280 characters. Thank you very much. So yeah. <laughs> I spent a lot of time on it, and I get caught an idiot. I'm like, come on now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, uh, like I said, I got a good chuckle out of it. But again, maybe that's why I took a year off from Twitter, Rich. Yeah. Yeah, you know, the whole social media stuff. And I, look, I get the feed for uh, Baseball 365, and – there's people out there that are crazy too. I mean, there's one guy. I, I shouldn't say most. I don't know. There's a few. There's there's always those people. I don't want those guys to get all angry with me. Some guy just just bloviates about how bad players are, and there's like no packing stuff, and everybody else yells at him. I don't know who the guy is. Parnell or something. I think that's his name. <laughs> so I, I, I'm not going anywhere near that discussion, Rich. I, I, but so they're not everywhere. Any, not anywhere it's, near. It is the it is the public at large. I mean, they have a right to call us idiots and a right to express however they want. So, but I, I do laugh. It does. It's just not relegated to Twitter. It's it's in the 
the your Facebook group that you're in, which seems to be well run and for the most oh, part yeah. really good people, but you've got some people that throw out like the guy has a bad day, he's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm saving my best line for Twitter, Rich, okay? okay. And I'm gonna use it, okay? I would have used it, okay, when you got called an idiot. Nobody's called me, you know, an F an idiot yet, but I, I am waiting for the day because I have got the best response in the world, okay, when somebody's a moron to me. And uh let me know what you think. Uh I, I'm just gonna put is it the word off you don't understand? <laughs> exactly very that's well played to him i wish i would have said that to him i just said thank you for thanks for getting the joke yeah. <laughs> feel feel free to use that rich and, okay. and the funny thing is the guy the, on it. The, the guy when i said that uh, thanks for getting a joke he actually favored it I mean, he actually put like a heart in it i'm like seriously like i don't even yeah. understand people <laughs> No, no, I, I, I failed introductory psychology, Rich. Uh, nah. But anyway, so let's let's get back to these rookies galore, Timmy. And, and yes, and, and and part of it is part of the reason I'm going to bring it up because we know people are going to be spending a lot of money on. There's going to be a lot of money exchanging hands this weekend. Uh, mm-hmm. And the question is, I mean, just because they're a named guy, are they going to be in a position to really? keep a long-term job of a lot of these guys that they don't hit in the first week. We've seen it too many times. They're going to get demoted. And the first guy is Keston Hero gets a hit the first game. And I think he struck out four times yesterday. Milwaukee's second baseman, Travis Shaw is taking a respite. What are your thoughts about Keston Hero? Yeah, some of these guys are going to be kaboom or kabust, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Sorry, that was... Kaboom basically got kabusted very quickly. Yeah, it, yes. Well, you know what? I, I like Keston. I like him a lot. I like the, I like the hit tool. Uh, yeah, you're going to spend you're going to spend some serious cash on him in, in the few leagues that where he's not owned. Uh, my concern there is uh, Travis Shaw if he writes the ship. So would you be yeah so i understand the problem to me but i mean mm-hmm. how would you approach keston hero if he was available in one of your leagues and you needed help you needed help at second base or you needed help with batting average because a kid can definitely hit is he going to get enough run to make it worth plunking down serious money um well why why don't we take a look and just for giggles here, let's compare him to Nicky Lopez. Okay, they're both mm-hmm. second basemen, right? Mm-hmm. If I was looking this week and I had had the money to spend, uh, I'd be looking at Nicky Lopez before I'd be looking at Keston. I know why, but why don't you tell the audience why? Because I and I completely agree with your logic. Okay, because he's going to be hitting at the top of the order in the in the two hole right now. They've moved Mondesi into the three spot. Uh, Lopez understands the strike zone. He can take a walk, and he will take a walk, and he has he and he has speed. Uh, I think the Royals have made the commitment to Lopez. It, this is not a up one week or up two weeks, and if he struggles back down, Lopez is the second baseman of the future. Merrifield's into the outfield. I have no concerns about Lopez being on the roster a month from now. He's going yeah. to cost you less, and I think he's got the potential to deliver more. Yeah, so, so I, I completely agree with your logic. I, I think the part, it gets down to Milwaukee's in a playoff hunt, and Kansas City is not. 
And right. while Hira's got a lot more upside, he's got a better hit tool, he's got more power than Nicky Lopez. If you're talking now, Timmy, and you're trying to win now and trying to get uh, stats, Nicky Lopez is, quite frankly, a better pick because there's a there's there's a chance he's going to stick. If Keston Hira doesn't hit, he'll get demoted. Well, yeah, if they both go 0 for 20 next week, or say 0 for 40 over the next two weeks, I'm convinced that Lopez will still be in the lineup. Mm-hmm. I'm not convinced the same of uh, Hira. And I don't think Nicky Lopez is going to go 0 for 40. I really don't. I mean, Hira struggled in the beginning of AAA this year, swung and missed a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've seen a kid hit, a, I've seen a, probably five or six games in the minor, that's too many, four games at least in the minor leagues with him, yeah. some in the fall league. I mean, the guy's a hitting machine. But there's always an adjustment. Nicky, Nicky Lopez has been around a little bit longer, and yeah, you know, he's just he's just a kind of a poke, push, hit the swing and poke the ball out kind of guy. Well, yeah, you know, I I think his numbers in the minors before the promotion were what five strikeouts and twenty walks. Yeah, yeah, you 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 know, at AAA, you got to have a reasonably good understanding of where the strike zone and what the strike zone is to generate numbers like that. You know what I mean? And in the two-hole, that's exactly what a team wants. So how much you spend on Keston Hero this weekend, Tim? If Not if you I, specifically, but you in a situation where Hero might be able to help you. How much you spend and then how much you're going to spend on Nicky Lopez? Uh, I think you're going to spend 30 to 40% of your fab. And on Lopez, I would say probably about 25. Wow, so... Well, I thought you spent a lot less than that. That's interesting. So I do own Nicky Lopez in one league. I picked him up a couple of weeks ago when I realized mm, he was nice. still available. So I, I got totally lucky. I don't need him either on that league, too. It's mm. the league I'm actually in first place in. Um, so, Timmy, let's go to the next guy. And he's gotten off to a, a wicked hot start, and that is Austin Riley, which I know, Timmy, we had a trade recently with Austin Riley. I've never been the big fan of him, but clearly yeah. that hit tool has turned around a little bit, and he's we know he's got big-time raw power. The question, though, in Atlanta, Timmy, I mean, Donaldson's there. I mean, is he really going to play outfield? Is he good enough to play outfield? I mean, what are your thoughts on Austin Riley? Well, I, I think Don, Donaldson stays at third base. Right now, Riley's up because of the injury to Ender and Ciarte. Now, is uh, you know, Austin Riley, if he continues hitting like he's hitting right now, yeah, he's going to stay in the outfield. But they had to move Acuna into center field. Defensively, definitely that team has gotten weaker as a result of that move. I think they can handle that weakness as long as Riley's hitting. But when NCRT returns, uh, that could create problems because you know Acuna and Marquecas aren't going anywhere, right? Yep. So, again, my, my concern with Austin Riley is, yeah, hey, as long as he's hitting, they'll find at-bats for him. But should he struggle once Enciarte returns, that could be a poten- potentially a problem. Yeah, so you're sitting at the at the waiver wire table, Timmy, and, you're, and I'm sure Riley's not owned because it was a bit of a surprise he got called up. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming he's out there in Tout Wars. I'm assuming he's out there in Labor. Uh, and probably other redraft leagues that people are playing. I mean, do you plunk down the 30% that it's going to cost you, maybe 40%, to roster him? I spent the last of my big money last weekend on Corbin Martin. So the answer for me is no. I'm taking a very different approach to this weekend because I don't have the money. I spent early. 
Uh, I've got Alvarez stashed. Uh, I don't have the money to spend this weekend, so I'm taking an entirely different approach to the waiver wire this weekend. I'm looking for the guys that are going to get missed. And okay, but, but let, 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 me, let me let me let me say it another way. You're you're now Rich Wilson, who has tons of fab left. I mean, do you spend the thirty to forty percent? Let's say I've got eight hundred dollars left and a thousand dollars. Am I going to spend three hundred fifty dollars on Austin Riley? Yes or no? Do you need speed or do you need power? If you need the power, you're going Riley. If you need speed, uh, so look you, at you think you think Riley's chance of sticking at the major leagues is worth me spending thirty percent of my money. Yes, I th- I think the potential is is there. Just be very wary that you know. Hey, if he quits hitting, the at bats won't be there. You're taking a, it's, it's it's a risk. But the 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 overall outcome could be a very positive one. You're not going to get him for less than thirty percent, anyway. I agree. I think he's going to cost him the three handle if you're in a, or yeah, yeah, three handle if you're you're bidding for him. Because uh, we're going to order these guys, Timmy. When it's so, so keep that in mind. I mean, at least it's at least these big guys. I mean, which one? If you have money, which one are you going first, second, third type thing? Brendan Rogers hasn't made his debut, but it looks like Timmy he gets the call today. A uh, big-time prospect, bigger than anybody else on this li- list in terms of pedigree. Uh, I've seen him play, again, a lot in the minor leagues. He never walks. He's got really good back control, significant power at the shortstop position. I, I, I guess he's going to fill in for Trevor Story if he goes out. What do you do about Brendan Rodgers? Uh, if you're a Ryan McMahon owner who was smiling a month ago, you're not smiling anymore. Uh, you know, story is dealing with a, an injury right now. I don't know how serious it is, but I would have to think that the Rockies are going to give Rogers an extended run. Uh, if story doesn't hit the IL, he's going to be playing at second base, right? So Ryan McMahon is now platooning at first with Murphy. Does that sound about right? Yeah, that's remarkable that, that Daniel Murphy is actually in a platoon situation and it, not a lot's been made of that, Tim. Yeah, he's not off to a good start. Not no. at all. And my concern with Rodgers is the same concern I had with Mc, the, you know, the McMahon and, oh. Hampson. Hampson, yeah. How quickly we forget to me. He had him everywhere. And now it's like, who? Who? Who's that guy? I blocked him out. <laughs> that was, there was, there was a, a shred of, of sarcasm, okay? okay. In that oh, okay. I, I missed uh, I truly thought you had a, I, I'm, uh, I've devoided myself of this guy. I'm not even going to remember who he is. I'm trying to erase all the fab and early draft picks and everything out of my mind. It's too painful for me right I, now. Right? I hear you, Timmy. So you think that, I mean, Rogers has got a hit. If he hits, then... It could be the playing time out of out of McMahon, which makes total sense. Well, you yeah, McMahon hasn't been playing well of late. You know, he's and you know what? I think if Hampson were to hit, he'd have the job. Uh, like I said, McMahon McMahon has really struggled. Uh, they gave Hampson some opportunities. He never did hit. Now they're turning to Rogers. That's the. That's what I see happening here. So if I was a Ryan McMahon owner, I'd be very concerned right now. Oscar Mercado, Timmy. All the love we have for Oscar Mercado. He finally mm. gets the call, strikes out three times, probably would have struck out a fourth time in his, in his debut, but he got hit by a pitch. 
Then they had an off day, and then he didn't play. Uh, or at least he didn't start. I think he actually played. I, I don't think he got a hit. It was last night or whatever. Oscar Mercado, Timmy, what are you doing with him this weekend? Uh, I would be bidding uh, very conservatively. I'm just not convinced that Cleveland's going to give him the opportunity. You know, Jordan Luplo had himself a big game. So does he, you know, I mean, it's who knows what Cleveland is going to do. And, you know, if you're looking at trying to acquire speed, I would put him as a second bid behind Nicky Lopez, something along those lines. Wow. So there was a lot of love for Oscar Mercado, Timmy. You're saying hashtag free Oscar. That was the, you were doing that yeah. for a bit. And all of a sudden, is it just come up on a couple? He doesn't hit immediately and you've slacked off or, I mean, or, or is it truly you don't trust Cleveland? I don't trust Cleveland. I, I think if, if, I think if they give this kid full time at bats for the next three weeks, I think he'll show his stuff and he'll, he'll own a spot. I'm just not sure that Cleveland's going to do that. I don't think they will either. Yeah, that's that's my problem. It's not with the skills of Mercado. It's it's the situation he's in in Cleveland. So here are thirty to forty percent. Riley thirty to forty percent. Brendan Rogers, I'm assuming thirty to forty percent. How much are you yep. going to bid on Oscar Mercado? Uh, five percent. Wow, you're not going to get him. No, the, the, actually, depending on how you play your Fab this week, you might get him cheap. And the reason I say that is because when fab uh, fab is awarded, it goes through on a first pass, right? Mm-hmm. So you don't have to bid the most to end up with a player. You just have to be the first person bidding on them. What? Now, if if everybody focuses on Hira, Riley, and Rogers, right? Uh-huh. Okay, and bids a ton of money, and their second priority is Oscar Mercado, okay? Uh-huh. If your first priority is Oscar Mercado, who ends up with him? Yeah, well, well let's let's say this, Timmy. Let, let's say that I want one of these guys. I could bid $400 on Keston Hira, $400 yeah. on Austin Riley, $400 on Rogers, and $400 on Mercado. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, let's say I get outbidded on Hira. Then, yeah. you know, that's, that's the way. So I could... That's the way I would, if I went on all four of those guys, I would order them, you know, in my, uh, you know, in my fat bib or maybe 400, 399, 390, you know, that kind of thing. And right. that's how I would do it. And when I finally got the guy, then the other guy, I'm not going to bid on. Yeah. See, my primary bid this weekend, because I don't have the money, is probably going to be Sean Anderson. Well, let's I'm going to let every. I'm going to let everybody fight over the big guys, and I'm going to hopefully sneak in with a cheap bid on something that I something that I need and want, and that's Anderson, because I don't have enough money to buy the big guys, right? Well, Sean Anderson is number eight. Timmy, let's skip over him. We've already done Nicky Lopez. Sean Anderson, how much are you bidding then? I mean, how much do you think you have to bid to get Sean Anderson? Yeah, I, I don't think you'll have to bid much to get Anderson, especially if you're listing him as your primary target. Okay, so 5%? Yeah, I would think 5 to 10%. Jarrett Walsh is an interesting guy, Timmy. He is a fellow who really struggled until last year, and he made my top 15 of the Angels. And the Angels have a pretty deep system. He's got big-time raw power and can also also wing it, too. So he could, he could actually uh, be a, a two-way player. Um, he's done okay since being recalled, at least the first day he did. 
Yeah, you know, he, he's, he's hit, hit for some power. He, he's a lefty, so there's a loogie. Yeah, you know what I like about this situation, okay, is if they brought Otani back in a relief role, right? Mm-hmm. And they had Jared Walsh at first base, okay? Could they rotate back and forth between the two of them facing every other batter so the matchups worked? <laughs> yes. Uh, yes, there's nothing that would prohibit them from doing that. That's sort of cool, isn't it? Or do I have really too, much cool. time, too much time on my hand? Too much this. time on your hand, but very, very cool. I don't think they would get warm-up pitches, so probably would never happen. But, yeah, I think you can do that. Well, yeah, could you imagine Imagine that? You're 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 in the ninth inning, and Otani, you know, Otani's facing a, 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 a real tough left-handed bat. And they just swing him back to first base, bring in Walsh, he gets a strikeout, bring Otani back in, he gets a save, life is good. I read an article, I think it was a couple uh, of days ago, with a, a beat writer in Tampa. It's a really good article to me. I encourage everybody to go out and read it. And it was essentially, in the future, will there be uh, positions? Will, will On my baseball card, will it say, I play center field, I play third base? Or is everybody becoming... You know, Nixon Sell comes up as a second baseman, and he's playing center field. Uh, Austin Riley comes up as a third baseman. Three days later, he's playing the outfield. And you've got pitchers now that are position players, and are they just going to be called baseball players? And, and the thing that we grew up with with positions, besides maybe catcher, is it going to be a thing of the past? And I thought it was a very provocative article that he wrote. Yeah, it's definitely an, an interesting conversation piece. Yeah, you get a catcher and everybody else's utility. Yeah. Well, let's face it. Right now, with the shifts that are in place, you get third baseman playing shortstop and second base. You've got second baseman playing in the outfield. They're they're all yeah. over the place. That's right. Yeah, and it's uh, and I, that's why I thought it was pretty pretty interesting. So Jarrett Walsh, we ta- touched on him, Timmy. Uh, how much does he cost you in Fab? Minimum bid. Do you think he stays up? Uh, well, they weren't too happy with Bohr, so I, I think there's a good possibility he does. Uh, they demoted Bohr. Yeah, you know, he'll platoon between first base and DH and, and move around. And in an AAL only or a real deep league, uh, I'd, I'd, I'd put a, a small bid in just to see what the kid will do, especially after that debut. It was very strong. Corbin Martin, we talked about last Sunday to me, but I did I put him on here because I wanted to remind myself I won the bid in uh, your Roto Regs league, and I spent mm-hmm. over three hundred dollars. Did I overspend on him? Because I desperately needed pitching. No, you desperately needed pitching, so you got the guy. Uh, cost becomes secondary to the actual acquiring of this guy. You know what I mean? You, you know, you you can't look at it and say, well, I mean, hey, I could have saved fifty bucks. Yeah, you could have saved 50 bucks, but you might not have had them. Your need is such that it is the price all of a sudden, it, it just becomes irrelevant. Yeah, so I, I get that. But what I what I worry about is getting kaboomed, right, Timmy? I mean, all the mm-hmm. people that spent $400 on Carter Key Boom, I mean, now they're limited the rest of the season. And that's what I worry about with all these guys. If I, if I plunk down $300 on Brendan Rodgers and he's up for eight days and goes, you know, one for 18 and he gets demoted because Colorado's, I feel that I really screwed up there. So you bid on Nicky Lopez. So the answer is that, so, so, so you, you, 
you not necessarily prioritize these guys. I'm trying to, to mm. get learn here, Timmy. Not based on the ultimate upside that they have, but you have to, to marry that together with the risk of them getting demoted. So, in other words, the team need and so forth. And in all of these, Angels are probably out of it. They don't think they're out of it. Kansas City's out of it, knows they're out of it. Everybody else, yeah. Timmy, that's that's on this list. Well, Sean Anderson isn't, but everybody else yeah. is still in it. Well, yeah, and I'm not saying that uh, Hera or Riley or Rogers won't return that value. All I'm saying is, if if risk is important to you, try and minimize it in your or maximize it in your favor. Okay, and you know Corbin Martin, uh, he's 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 pitching against Boston this week. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, well, I didn't have any choice. I, hey, you know what? If Corbin Martin sucks, uh, Rich, uh, I'm going down with you on this ship because okay. I've got him in tote and labor. I spent a small fortune to, to get him because I need the pitching. So, uh, you know, I, hey, I'm I'm like the captain on the Titanic. Okay, I, I, I'm I'm going down with the ship, but I, they didn't bring Martin up for one game or two games. Yeah, that's not Houston's modus operandi, right? They're going to give this kid. They're going to give him at least three or four starts. Well, they they have and, proven that they will allow their top prospects a good run. You could argue they didn't do that with Kyle Tucker so much last year, but a lot of other guys they've done that with. Yeah, so you know you you look at the situation, and I, I think they're going to give Martin every opportunity to succeed. So that's why I didn't mind spending the amount of cash I spent on him last week because try to find starting pitching off the waiver wire and. Uh, you know, how many teams do you want to own Lance Lynn on? Yeah, Tim, we're gonna take a quick quick break, and when we get back. You're gonna you're gonna think during the, the the break, and you're gonna come up with an order for these top four guys. So as Tim thinks, we're gonna take a quick break, and we'll hear the brilliance of Mister McLeod when we get back. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Timmy, I want you to order these top five guys, Keston Hira, Austin Riley, Brendan Rogers, Oscar Mercado, Nicky Lopez, and let me give you the rules. It is not you personally, based on how much fab you have. Let's say you're flush with fab, um, and uh, so let's let's eliminate that. And I don't know about needs. You're just looking for to make your team better. Which guy? Give give me the order in which you were bidding on these guys. 
Okay, Hira, Lopez, Riley, Rogers, Mercado. So I thought you were going to go Lopez first. Uh, you still went Hira first. Tell me, tell me why. He's a he's a good baseball player. He's going to steal you some bases. Uh, he understands the strike zone. Uh, the power is something that he possesses that Lopez doesn't. There's more of a balance there. Uh, the guy that uh, of all these guys that that I if I was to have, if I had the money, he'd be the guy. The pedigree, everything. He'd be the guy that I would be chasing big time. I I would take the I would take the chance that he is going to succeed because I believe he will. And Lopez, again, we've covered that one off. The other guy on the list that you had was Willie Calhoun, and. Uh, he's off to an amazing start, mm-hmm. but you look at Texas. You got Chu, Mazzaro, Pence, Gallo, all in the outfield DH mix with Calhoun. Uh, I, I, you know, he's going to have to. He's going to have to bat four hundred just to find a way to stay yeah. in the lineup. I think. You know, I, I, look, I don't think he's going to bat four hundred, but he can hit, man. That's eh, an offensive player, and he's had a little want issues, little makeup issues, uh, mm-hmm. and that's been really holding him back. And uh, so hopefully that is, you know, that that gets off because he can hit, man. Yeah, well, yeah, no, I, I'll never forget watching him waddle up to the plate in the Arizona Fall yeah. League and oh, laughing man, at the that's... guy, and then he, then he just smoked a home run and sort of trotted around the bases. And yeah, okay, yeah. that's cool. So uh, Timmy and I, as we were, we always do a show before the show. Timmy, <laughs> we should probably record that too. Some good stuff there. <laughs> Timmy asked me well, to call up my friends at the Astros and say, well, "What are they doing with Mr. Alvarez?" And it's funny, Timmy, and all the Twitter questions I get. You don't even have to say your Dan Alvarez. It's just Alvarez. I mean, people. That's that is. I mean, there's what a hundred Alvarez's in baseball. <laughs> that is the. That's the baseball player. I have no idea when he's going to get called up, and he's just sitting there mashing. Well, yeah, he had two more home runs and a double for six RBIs yesterday. I think he's up to 17 home runs now. Uh, I think he's leading the minors in just about every category possible, and he's doing it. Have you watched his home run swing, Rich? Yeah. Have you taken a good look at it? It is so smooth and easy. It's just like... Man, that kid just has some natural power. He, he's hitting the sweet spot consistently, isn't he? He's he's got talent to me. So it's a you know those who haven't seen him, he's a low motor guy, right? He's a he's a Robinson Cano. You know, just looks like he's out there uh, playing halfway, Timmy. But he's got yeah. so much talent, like Robinson Cano. He, it just looks easy for him, but the, that's uh, they, they call those guys low motor guys, right? They're they're not okay. the Brett Lorries out there that look like they're they're playing with their hair on fire. Some yeah. hair on fire. Sometimes you want that out of your guy. Well, yeah, you take and you compare his swing to to Vladdy Guerrero's night night and day. When 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 Guerrero swings through a ball, he, he's putting maximum effort in. And you you can tell he is. Uh, Alvarez, on the other hand, is just a nice, smooth, fluid swing, and the ball's jumping off his bat. Totally agree with you, Timmy. Let's get your take uh, take ten with Tim. That was a great segment, Timmy. I appreciate your guidance here. Um, I'm I'll just real quickly. I'm going to go. I'm going to go in order. Brendan Rogers, Nikki Lopez, Hira Riley. Oscar Mercado, and I'm rooting for Mercado 
over everybody because I just want I I I I just I feel like Timmy he's the one that needs to succeed because these other guys are going to be stars. Oscar Mercado, well, maybe Lopez won't. Oscar Mercado is not. He needs to get off the snide good to have a major league career, and I'm rooting for him. Yeah, I figured you'd be rooting for Martin with that investment, but uh, I'll go. I, I like Mercado. I, I hope the kid succeeds. I, I really do. But my uh, my future is very much tied into Corbin Martin. Yeah, well, so, well in that one league, Timmy. As as well. So let's take our t- take 10 with Tim. Bryce Harper has not been very good. Tim used to talk about the opener. Uh, and I, you know, I drafted him in the first round and I got him in that Roto Regs. I was so excited about it, Timmy, because it would, it was probably two weeks or week after he signed with the Phillies and it's the park, it's the lineup. It's, he still got that great looking swing and it looked like it was just everything on paper. Timmy looked perfect. And he's striking out thirty-one percent of the time, and looks—he looks bad at the plate. Well, yeah, you know, Mister Real Muto has four home runs. Wasn't he going to hit thirty? I know, I know, Timmy. We could talk. We could throw him. I mean, are these? <laughs> is it with Harper? Is it degrading skills? Because if you take a look at a strikeout rate, it's been going the wrong way over the last three years. It, 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 and I, I don't want to, because people are going to like shut their their you know, their players off here, but it. Is Bryce have, have we seen the best days of Bryce Harper already, or are there better days to come? In other words, has his has he already hit his career peak? No, I think there's better days ahead. And you know, and we talk about not being very good. Okay, he's got 33 walks, a 368 OBP, and right now he's on pace for 25, 100, and 100. Okay, all he needs is one week where he hits five home runs. And he's on pace for 35-110. Uh, I, I think the – hey, you know, I'm not a huge Bryce Harper fan because he doesn't bring me speed in the first round. And that's – you know, I've made that very, very clear. But I I don't think he's as bad as what we have – what we're perceiving to see. Okay, you're looking, you're looking behind him, okay? Right now, Reese Hoskins is top 10 in RBIs. Mm-hmm. He's, he's got 11 home runs. He's, he's hitting very well. How, how much does Harper hitting in front of Hoskins have to do with what Hoskins is doing? I, I don't I, care. I mean, I, I care that I spent a first-round pick on Harper, and I'm in a batting league, batting average league, which is, mm-hmm. let's face it, Timmy, it's 90% of the leagues, maybe more, have, and he's batting 211. And I got six or seven home runs with him. I am not happy. Lobby for OBP. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I, mean, I, I think that's the problem. I mean, people feel like they have been screwed with uh, Bryce Harper, and I, I know that because that the, they're they're out there on Twitter, and most people think because he's Bryce Harper, and they, I mean, that's got the gorgeous lefty swing, and they just think it's all going to come back. And I don't know. Well, you know what? Uh, he's earned first round value, I believe, once. Yeah. In his career. Uh, maybe it's time, and I know I have, just set the bar a little bit lower. Maybe he's not a first-round talent except in OBP leagues. And treat him accordingly. Uh, uh, you know, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not touching Bryce Harper in the first round. I haven't for a few years. Maybe he'll return it, maybe he won't, but I'm not going to take the risk on a guy that doesn't run. Here's a trade offer somebody got. Uh, would you deal Bryce Harper... One side, Bryce Harper. The other side, Freddie Freeman and Jordan Alvarez. Keeper League. 
It's Keeper League, Tim. Keeper League? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, my my love for Alvarez right now knows no bounds. <laughs> yeah, I would take I would take that deal. I would too. I I, I took the Alvarez. I took the Freeman Alvarez because like, I'm not sure in an OPP league. There's not a whole lot of difference if Harper's not going to run between Freddie Freeman and Bryce Harper. They're both on base uh, on base percentage machines and. Freddie Freeman's a 30 home run guy. Okay, yeah, Harper has a chance to hit 50, but he's never never done it. Mm. Well, yeah, and you know, Alvarez is only 21 years old, Rich. Yeah. Yeah, like he's not only a good prospect, he's a young prospect. So, yeah, I I definitely take the Freeman Alvarez side of that deal. So as a as a Bryce Harper owner, which is my first year owning him maybe ever, I'm very frustrated with Harper. Uh, I I get it. I wouldn't panic, particularly in a dynasty league and the keeper league, like moving them for you know fifty percent on the dollar. But yeah. if you're if you're trying to trade for him, Timmy, which might not be a, a bad idea, you can't pay a premium for him. You can't pay what Bryce Harper may be perceived to be. I think people need to get a little real with the guy and say, look, the production hasn't really been there for the last couple of years. Well, and the thing is, I, I think everybody anticipated with the move to Philly, much the same as Real Muto, that he was going to hit 55 home runs this year and drive in 140 and that park and everything else, yada, yada, yada. And just temper it back a little bit. You know, if he has one hot week, everybody will not be complaining about Bryce Harper. Yeah. I, I, Timmy, I thought there'd be a 400 on base percentage. I thought he'd hit 120 plus. RBIs and runs, and I thought forty was a chip shot for home runs. I thought yeah. maybe maybe I'm insane, but that, I, that's I thought that was in, in the bag. Yeah, there's various degrees of insanity, Rich. Okay, <laughs> so <laughs> we can discuss that in the future. Maybe <laughs> ask ask me once uh, Cedric Mullins gets recalled. Eh, <laughs> Domingo Herman Hermine Herman or. Uh, with the the Yankees, I mean, he continues to pitch well. He's won eight games. I don't know if you've noticed that. Eight games, he's got a strikeout per inning, 2.7 walk per nine, 250 ERA. His FIP is 296. This looks pretty real to me. Your thoughts on Domingo Herman? I wish I owned him in more leagues. It, it, I, I believe it's very real. You know, he's keeping the walks down. And the big difference this year uh, is that he's only allowed four home runs. And in the games that he allowed them, I believe all four are solo shots. Okay, he didn't. Uh, he didn't. He isn't getting hurt by the long ball. And last year, you know, we saw the potential in 2017 at AAA. You know, with the strikeout rates, the ERA was solid. Last year, he gave up 15 home runs in 85 and two thirds. Now you take the home runs out of that equation, which is what he has done this year. And I think I think it's very real. I think he's maturing in front of our very eyes, and I think he's going to be a very good pitcher moving forward. I agree as well. It's got a great arm, Timmy. You know, there's a lot of effort to it. So it could be a bullpen arm eventually, but, man, it's nasty stuff. If you're, uh, if you're doing the pitching rankings for next year, okay, how close is – because I know you like uh, Mr. L- L- I can never pronounce his name. Loisaga. L- Loisaga. How much of a difference are there – between those two, and does Loisaga have the potential to be in the same situation her man is in now next year? I, I think there is a huge difference between the two, and part of it is I, I think they both have great arms. The right. fact is Loisaga cannot stay healthy. 
I, 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 he's never been able to stay healthy. I don't foresee him staying healthy, Timmy. I, I, I think it's beginning very close to starting to rule him out as a long-term asset. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Thanks, I think he's a bull. I think he's a bullpen arm. I think Herman is is got a similar arm, and at least he's been able to demonstrate he can stay healthy. I mean, every time every time Lewisaga goes out there, you hold your breath that that is that he's he's not going to come out early. Fair enough. Jaime Candelaria got sent down yesterday, Timmy. Is the ceiling for him still a full time regular? Or is it something less? Uh, I think. I don't know what happened with Candelaria. I liked him as a late round pick at third base this year. You know, I looked at the walk rates and the minors and last year, I think he had 19 home runs in what about two thirds of a season. I, I started to like Candelario as a late round pick, but somewhere between the minors last year and this year, he's forgotten how to walk. And when you're playing in the leadoff situation for a team like the Tigers, being able to walk comes in handy. Uh, I still hold hope that uh, he does have a future, but definitely he's got to get his game back on track, and right now it isn't. Out of this hour-long show, Timmy, this next question is my favorite one. Hmm. Mike Soroka or Chris Paddock the rest of the season? Oh, this this is a tough one, but <laughs> I a very tough one. But I'm going with Paddock. And the reason I'm going with Paddock uh, is basically the two of them to me right now are a coin toss, short term. But when I look at the potential for generating innings this year, I think it's higher with Paddock than it is with Soraka. Last last year, Soraka pitched 56 and a third combined. Okay, Paddock last year hey, was was 90 innings. Okay, Paddock's a year older. Uh, I just think the Padres will give more work to Paddock than the Braves will to Soroka. I got the complete opposite. I I, I got Soroka, and I think I don't think it's close. I think Soroka's mm. a better pitcher. I know everybody. Chris Paddock is, you know, the next incarnation of Jake Peavy. I get all of that. I get all of that. Mike Soroka's got better stuff. He's in a better situation. Uh, yeah, you're right, Timmy. He was hurt last year, and there's always that chance. But Paddock's coming off of Tommy John surgery too, so this is you. You you know you wonder how how many innings he's actually going to get. I think it's Soroka. Yeah, for me, like I said, it's a coin toss. I'd love to have I'd love to have both, either either or. But I, I just think that Paddock will get more work in. So that's what I used as a deciding factor. I wouldn't be surprised that this goes either way come yeah. the end of the year. I guess yeah, it's, that it's, good. Yeah, I mean, I, they're both really good pitchers uh, and great talents. Uh, yeah. I just I like Soroka more. Here's another one to me. I think it's pretty interesting. Nick Sincel or Keiston uh, Hura, Keston Hura the rest of the season. Sorry, Timmy, got tongue-tied there. Yeah, no problem at all. It's, uh, that's an easy one for me, Rich. Uh, Senzel. I, yeah, think I think he's it... got the job. I don't think he's going anywhere. Uh, we're looking at a bit of pop. He's got three stolen bases in the past two games. I think he's solidifying his spot at the top of that lineup. And power power speed, like I said, uh, I don't think Senzel's going anywhere 
accept the Hall of Fame in about 12 to 15 years. How's that? <laughs> there you go, Tim's, Tim's all in. I actually do think that since I will have a better career than Keston Hero, um, I mean, Keston Hero is probably a, a better pure hitter than Sincel, but it's not by much. And Sincel's got more speed and probably similar. Maybe Hero's got a little bit more power, but uh, from a fantasy asset, I think Sincel is a much better career rest of the career kind of rest of the career type guy yeah no uh, like i said they're, they're both very very good players with a lot of potential i just feel a lot uh, a lot safer with sinzel right now you have to pick one tim pablo mm-hmm. sandoval or chris davis the baltimore chris davis who i've seen a lot written about him and after his O for streak he's actually got a slug of over 500 and batting 280 or something like that. But Pablo Sandoval hasn't been bad either, Timmy, or Chris Davis rest of the season. Well, you know, Davis in the last 28 days has four homers, nine RBIs, 250 batting average, and 328 OBP. That's not bad at all, as long as you didn't own him for the first month, which nobody did. Uh, for me, it's got to be Davis, unless I need a pitcher badly. Then I'd go with Sandoval. <laughs> right. I'm actually considering Sandoval, picking Sandoval up in a league. Just I, I, I have Renato Nunez. That's, I've got him, and it's just a dead spot, Timmy. Yeah, no. Uh, I, Sandoval's okay. At the end of the year, Davis will have pretty decent numbers, especially if you pick him up at the right time. Interesting. Yeah, I... I yeah, I, I need a third baseman, so I, I'm I'm stuck there. But uh, and maybe I'll stick with Renato Nunez. I, it just he's just the league has caught up to him. Speaking of third baseman, Miguel Sano was activated from the IL on Wednesday. Does he get full time at bats? If so, what about Marwin Gonzalez and William Astadito? And everybody loves him. Somebody's got to lose some time, right, Tim? Who who is it sorted out for me? Uh, you know, Astadil is covered right now because Garver's on the, uh, on the IL. So Astadil will get his at bats right now. Uh, Cruz is dealing with a, a wrist issue. I don't know if it's going to keep him out for any length of time, but, uh, I think uh, Marvin Gonzalez will get a few bats in the outfield. He'll get some at third base, maybe some at DH, but, I can see the Twins wanting to give Sano full-time events, but I don't think he'll get it. I think he'll have days off here and here and there against tough matchups, and Gonzalez will slide in. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, I, I, I think they will. I think he'll get a lot of at bats, and I think William William Astadia once Garver comes back is the guy that feels like the odd man out there. I know that hurts a lot of people because everybody loves the kid. Well, yeah, and you know what? Once Garver comes back, then Ostadia is in that situation where, you know, you got Cruz at DH. Where does he play? Yep. Yeah, it's a nice story. I love it. I, you know, what mystified me to some extent was the fact that the Twins went out and grabbed Nelson Cruz. Mm-hmm. I, I thought they'd spend the money on the bullpen, you know, going into the offseason, whatever, and give Ostadia uh, a shot at uh, – you know, catch or DH, whatever. But as soon as Cruz was signed, his value took a big hit. Big hit. Yeah, yeah Cruz was cheap. I think it was eight million dollars. And in baseball terms, yeah. that's that's nothing. I mean, that's uh, you can't you can't deny what they've done, Timmy. They're the, one of the best teams in baseball, so it, it seems to be working. Yeah, hey, you can't argue with the results. Uh, and Mister Buxton is having himself very quietly a nice year, isn't he? Up to 282, another home run yesterday, brings three. He's got nine, eight or nine stolen bases. Yeah, I mean, he's 
I think you're. That's a very well said. Quietly having a very nice season. Well, yeah. Once the expectations were tempered a little bit, uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I'm happy for him. Plus, they put him at the back of the lineup, Tim. I mean, it's batting nine, and that and he kind of gets lost down there, and I think that's good. Yeah, I, I don't think you want to put him into the high-profile one-two yeah. slots yet. Yeah, let, you know what? He's going to give uh, he's going to give the Twins what they need at the bottom. You pair him up with uh, with one and two. That's real solid. Uh, leave Polanco in the two hole, right? Yeah, I totally agree with you, Timmy. I mean, yeah. I know everybody wants you know, all fantasy owners, which I'm one of. Bucks I own him in several leagues, and. Uh, yeah, I'd love to see him up at the top of the line, but I, I, part of me says no because let him get confidence, let him get success down at the bottom of the lineup, and let people forget about him, and then start to move him up. Well, exactly. He's delivering what you want right now. How much more is he going to give you at the top? And you're taking the risk that he struggles somewhat. Number eight, Timmy, this is a tough one, right? If you're an owner of Julio Urias, would you be making plans for a lengthy absent? I haven't heard any eyewitness accounts, Timmy, but the news at least involved him, you know, kind of an altercation with a female, which is never a good thing. Uh, But particularly in baseball, when we saw what happened to Addison Russell, what are your thoughts if you're Urias owner? Uh, I believe the Dodgers have him on the what is it, suspended list or whatever. Restricted list, I think, yeah. Yeah, or whatever whatever list they use. Uh, I, I I think it has to be a concern, but if you own Uri, Uri, Urias, you're, you're, looking at, you're looking at a long-term situation for the most part, okay? We don't have the details yet. You know, we don't know what is, what has what has occurred we don't know how major league we do know how major league baseball will address it uh it doesn't you know i I think we have to wait till we get the details rich but i as as an owner of them i wouldn't be doing anything except sitting them on my bench and just let things unfold and go from there we're going to talk about that in our start sit and drop so i think timmy's already Mm -hmm. giving me his position last two questions two questions i ask every week what one batter are you targeting in this weekend's fab uh carlos gomez carlos gomez i didn't realize he was still playing baseball really uh yeah he's in the met system interesting I completely lost track of Carlos Gomez. You're talking about the Carlos Gomez, right? I came am up, talking about the, the, the came up with the Brewers and played for the Mets a little bit, and actually came up with the Twins. I mean, that Carlos Gomez. Uh yes, the one, the the only, <laughs> the, the free swinging Carlos Gomez. I, I'm, yeah. I'm flummoxed to me, as you can tell. I'm I'm completely yeah. flat footed here. Uh, How yeah, old is he, Carlos Gomez, Timmy? He's got to be in his thirties by now, right? Ah, uh, well, you know what? Even as we speak, Rich, I am, I am typing in. Carlos Gomez, because I want to see how old he is. But the reason I'm looking at Carlos Gomez is obvious. He's 33 years old. Okay. Uh, I'm betting that somebody's going to go on the IL and the concussion IL. And that would be Mr. Conforto. And being that I own Conforto in virtually all of my leagues, uh, he's going to get the call. Okay. 
And when you look at, uh, you know, hey, Triple A, six homers, 22 RBIs, five stolen bases, 270 average, 329 OBP. Uh, I'm, like I said, I'm betting on Conforto hitting the IL, the concussion IL, and I want a cheap fill in. And I think Carlos Gomez is going to be Cheap, in. that's a good word for it. You know, Timmy, I, I love and respect you with all my heart. You've lost yes. your mind, Tim. You've lost Why your th- mind. <laughs> Why, thank you, Rich. <laughs> and you know what? I have called the Fort Francis search and rescue people, okay? And when they find it, I'll let you know. <laughs> all right. Oh, man. Watch, I'll come up and hit 500 for a month, and I'll be forever apologizing to Tim. But, uh, okay. Yeah, well, <laughs> what would his family think of this, Rich? Exactly. Come on. <laughs> well, yeah. I don't care. He's made a lot of money, and uh, he's an older player. <laughs> That's true. Okay, tell me what one pitcher you're adding uh, for this uh, for this fab run. Uh, the one pitcher I'm going to try and sneak in in all my leagues, and this is a this is a dynasty scenario, Rich. Okay. Mm, good. I play uh, dynasty leagues. Uh, so I got my paper he, and pencil out. Well, as as you should, uh, the gentleman's name is Devin Smeltzer. <laughs> I have to give you a rim shot on that. You made that name up, Timmy. No, Smeltzer will be a steal. He really will. <laughs> Good Lord. I, I, I'm not uh, even trying to know who Brian Smeltzer is, Timmy. Tell, tell, give, Devin. Give, give us Kevin. Is it Kevin? I'm sorry, Mr. No, Smeltzer. No, Devin, Devin, Devin. 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 Yes. I mean, he's, he's, he's got to change his name. And first of all, I mean, who smelt it, dealt it? That's what I think. I, yeah. I, think I can see it now that the, the headlines read when the first time he gets destroyed, smelter stinks. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Tell me about him. Timmy. I, I, I'm flat footed here again. Both of these guys I'm flat footed on. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. I, I like when that happens, Rich. I really do. He's in the twins organization. He's pitching at Rochester. He's a Southpaw, former, uh, Fifth round pick of the Dodgers. Uh, currently, in seven games at Rochester, he is sporting a .40 ERA. Mm-hmm. That's seven starts. 45 innings pitched, 26 hits, four walks. Yeah, I'm looking at it now, Timmy. It's actually across AA and Rochester, so he looks like he was promoted a couple of weeks ago. Wow. Uh, 42 strikeouts and 45 innings pitched. He's holding the opposition to a 167 average, and at some point in time, the Twins will need another starting pitcher. It's a rule. Uh, they're just going to need one. And I think in a dynasty league where you've got 20, 25 uh, uh, minor leaguers sitting there, Mm-hmm. I think it's worth it to uh, to put this 23-year-old Southpaw and add him to your minors. I have uh, Smeltzer, Timmy. I'm looking at his velocity based on somebody else who has seen him. Mm-hmm. 87 miles an hour. That's obviously his curveball, Rich. <laughs> okay. So he is a command and control guy. A, mm-hmm. Tim Tim's always loves those lefty command and control guys. So uh, <laughs> I'm still trying to replace Tommy Malone on exactly. all my rosters. Exactly. Devin Smeltzer. <laughs> 
That is just an awesome name, Timmy. Kudos to you. If he doesn't work out, it doesn't matter. It's an 80-grade name. So <laughs> It's an 80-grade name, and right now he's pitching well. So, there you uh, go. <laughs> yeah, it, the odds on Devin Smeltzer being in my waiver wire at the beginning of the year, I can safely say we're nil. How's that? So who will be in your 5-under-5%? Uh, I'm assuming nobody owns him. Uh, tentatively, I can, I can tell my 5-under-5%. Sean Anderson, uh, uh, Jared Walsh. Actually, it's a good five under five. And here's here's another name for dynasty leaguers that I'm tossing in there, Rich. James Karinchuk. Okay. <laughs> Karinchuk. Uh, Numchuk, is that Numchuk's brother? No, 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 no. That's, you're thinking of Bruce Lee, okay? Oh, okay. <laughs> Oh, my goodness, Timmy. Let's, let's not do Tim's uh, 5 under 5%. When we get back, Timmy, we're going to do sit, start, sit, or drop it. Show's off the real. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli. I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know what? That's that, that segment. Those last two question, questions sort of lead into the next one, okay? Because I could ask you to start either sitting or dropping based on those two names, right? Oh, man. Oh, Lord, have mercy, Timmy. That was too funny. Okay, my friend, uh, this is very, very quick. Uh, start, sit, or drop. It sounds like a Julio Urias is the first one at 263 ADP. You're not going to start him, obviously. Sit him or are you dropping him? Sit drop for me i think he's going to be gone for a while well russell got himself what 40 games i thought it was 80 now it was a 40 yeah oh well all right so let's say he let's say he gets 40 games so that would take him till august 1st yeah yeah well like yeah you could be right that's tough because he's not an injury guy so you have to hold him on your bench which is really yeah. your IL. <laughs> Let's face it, Timmy. Your bench is yeah. your, your auxiliary IL uh, <laughs> yeah, roster. Yeah, exactly. Your secondary IL. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, speaking, of, uh, speaking of how far we've gone in, in the season, I know you talked about Jordan Alvarez with 17 home runs. I mean, Christian Yelich hit a 17th home run yesterday. I mean, how many home runs is this guy going to hit this year? Um, I'm thinking probably the other side of 40 right now. He also stole a base yesterday too. Uh, you know, in, in that 20 team league that we're in, uh, my team consists of really great pitching and Christian Yelich. <laughs> wow. Well, I'm going to challenge you on that other side of 40. What about the other side of 60? I mean, is, is it 
crazy to think this guy can hit 60 home runs? Well, he's got to play on the road at some point in time, right? Yeah. And that's, I mean, that slows him down a bit. But, yeah, I, you know what? You could say 60, and I'd say, okay, yeah, that's possible. You could say 40. Yeah, that's fine. It's a chance he I has 35 before the All-Star. I mean, we're six weeks away from the All-Star. and it, I mean, basically a quarter of the way down the season, he's got 17 already. Yeah, but at some point in time, he's going to go a couple of weeks without hitting one. Yeah. In all likelihood, if you you know you want to play the odds, he he might go a month and only hit two or three. Yeah, yeah. The the game is funny that way, Rich. It really is. Tyler White ADP of two seventy four. Uh drop. Lake a rock. Bye bye, Tyler. Yeah, and I, I agree with you because I I think Jordan Alvarez is is uh, omnipresent there. Well, you know what? How long can they leave him down? Like he's just making a mockery of Triple A. I think his batting average is 410. He's leading every cat. At some point in time, even if they don't want to bring him up, they're, they're, they're not going to have any choice, are they? Realistically? I, 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 everybody in Houston knows who this guy is. Uh, every, most most people in baseball know mm-hmm. who this guy is. I mean, Timmy, because you're right. I mean, yeah. it's, just, it's 409, 17 home runs, 494 on base percentages, uh, yeah. 1384 ops. No stolen bases, though, Tim. Uh, well, yeah, I, I'll make an exception for Alvarez, and I'll—I won't worry about the speed. How's that? Yeah, I mean, he's not void of speed, though. I mean, he's fairly athletic. I mean, he's athletic enough that they think they can put him in the outfield. He's not a good outfielder, but he's athletic, athletic enough to play out there. Well, you know, looking to the future, Tony Kemp or Jordan Alvarez. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I. Tyler White's still looking for his first home run, by the way. Wow. That's that's amazing. Here's another Astros, Tim. Kyle Tucker, ADP of 327. People still holding out hope. He has been better of late. Yeah, he's he's playing all right uh, down on the farm, but he's behind Alvarez, I think, in the pecking order. Even though he's, I believe Tucker's on the 40-man and Alvarez isn't, uh, I think Alvarez gets, gets the call first. And you look at the rest of that outfield, you know, and the DH situation, uh, in redraft leagues, I would probably look elsewhere. And hey, in dynasty, yeah, you're holding on to the guy. Potential sky high. So, so sit or drop in a redraft league. Drop. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, you, know, you bring up a really good point with Alvarez in the forty-man roster. I mean, the Astros are really stuck with a forty-man crunch. Somebody who's got some talent is going to have to be DFA'd off of that. So that could be part of their hesitation as well. Well, you know, how many Tony Kemp's and Jake Mersnick's do you need? And this isn't a shot directed at them. They're both fine utility type players, but you need do you need both? Yeah, well, I mean, Tony Kemp seems to be the odd man out, but you're right. They, you know, if they think about DFA and him, I don't know, man. I think somebody would pick him up, and you know, he can't provide speed, and he got he played in the World Series last year. Well, yeah, I know he's a fine utility player, but. I think that's it. Yeah. Same with Marisnik. You know, he's he's a fine fourth outfielder. But you know, how long do you do you delay the inevitable for a fourth outfielder? Yeah, I think in that scenario, I think they keep Marisnik. Marisnik's a better outfielder. He doesn't have the speed, obviously, that Kemp does. But I mean, can you really have a hold a guy just because he's got wheels for the you know the playoff run where you need to have him coming in seal base? Maybe you do. I don't know. I guess you can argue it all kinds of different ways. 
Well, and Tucker being on the, I think Tucker and Fisher are both on the forty man. If they if they need an outfielder, they don't have to go very far to get one. Round is Rock, a, right? Is AJ Reed on the forty man? Uh, I I'm not sure if he is. I'd I'd have to look it up. I know he's at Round Rock, uh, where he's playing his entire career until he moves to Japan. Yeah. Let me see real quickly, Timmy. Why don't uh, you play some music while I try to figure out if uh, A.J. Reed? Okay, I've got it up here. So, um, Garrett Stubbs on 40-man and, uh, and Round Rock is there. A.J. Reed is on the 40-man. Mm. Derek Fisher's on the 40-man. Miles Straw's on the 40-man. Kyle Tucker's yeah. on the 40-man. Yeah. Yeah, so he, they, got a, yeah, they got a lot of guys. Yeah, like where does Miles Straw fit in? In the big big scheme of things, yeah, he he's the same as Tony Kemp and uh, Marisnik, right? Fourth yeah, fourth, be, out, fourth outfielder, a guy. Yeah, the, uh, Dan Dietz is out there, right-handed pitcher. He's on the seven-day DL, though. He's on the forty-man, so I don't know. They got to make a decision. Now, uh, CNL Perez and Brady Rogers is on the forty-man. Yeah. Two two good arms there. So, well, you know what, free AJ. <laughs> you know, let, let him go, right? Yeah, that's 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 actually a really good thought. Is trade him, free him, let somebody else do him, and if he turns out to be, I know they worry that he turns out to be Martinez, you know, um, uh, JD Martinez again. Uh, that that's what their fear is. Well, yeah, but do they keep the guy in the minors forever? At some point in time, don't they have to make a decision here? It's got to be coming up soon, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, he's 26 years old. I mean, at some point you yeah. have to say, look, we weren't able to develop it. Maybe somebody else can. Well, yeah, and right now they've determined he's no Tyler White, so <laughs> move forward. Brett Gardner, <laughs> ADP of 376, Timmy, and with everybody coming yeah. back on the on the uh, Yankees, your thoughts, Sit, start, sit, or drop? Uh, he's at the drop stage for me. Leonis Martin was one of my deep sleepers this year, Timmy, and I'm going to answer this first. Drop for me. Um, I'm going to exercise a bit more patience and, and sit for now because have, the potential you, is still there. Do you own there. him on any leagues, Timmy? Well, of course not. I'm waiting till everybody cuts him and I can pick him up for 50 <laughs> see, cents. See, as dollar. an owner of of uh, Martin of uh, of of him, Timmy, <laughs> you would have a different opinion. He's been, it's Leonis Martin has been tough tough to own this yeah. year well yeah i i think the trick there is uh don't draft him in the first place <laughs> and, and pick him pick him up as an emergency reserve when you uh when you actually need some outfield help like this week you know, okay and, and all all due respect i did he was one of my last guys i drafted timmy and i held yeah. out hope i I looked at all the deep stats, and it all spoke to me that this guy could do more. He played very well till he got the bacterial infection last year, and uh, I expected more, and I just didn't get it. 